So, Mike, I sent you an article about a boss who put everyone on 70k US dollars. Yeah, so for all 120 staff at this company, the minimum wage became 70,000 US dollars. What is the average, is, is there such a thing as the average, is the average wage even meaningful? It's, it's so distorted, right, by a few ultra rich people. Like, what is the median wage in the US? Do we know? No. It's probably I, less than 70K though, right? Oh yeah, probably I think so. Significantly less. I mean, what do you want to say about this? Just wanted to get your thoughts on it. I mean, do I think it's a good idea? Do I think it's a bad idea? Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's a bit in the article where there's a quote from Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh, Limbaugh, Limbaugh. I, I, I don't know how to say it. Sorry. I've only seen his name written down. But I know he's some right-wing radio guy. And he says... I hope this company is a case study in MBA programs on how socialism does not work because it's going to fail. Which seems like a very right-wing American thing to say. But it didn't fail. It's doing really well. Yeah. I mean, I think the UK, which is where I would say we are more culturally from, is generally more left-wing and socialist than the US. Relatively, yes, but not really. But relatively speaking, yes. Relatively speaking, yes. As in, even the right-wing party in the UK is relatively left-wing by US standards. Yep, okay. Although I'm not a political science major, so I might be talking absolute nonsense. But, you know, ideologically, I think this sounds like a good idea in theory. How would I feel... If the company I worked at decided to do this, well, number one, I think they'd go bankrupt. But number two, yeah, I don't know. Why would they go bankrupt? Gravity payments haven't gone bankrupt. You would quit. Two senior Gravity employees also resigned in protest. One of them was Sir Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I did used to work there, so I should know. I'm kidding, obviously. I, I actually did find that statement about the two senior people resigning in protest actually hilarious. But then again, maybe it, it just said their minimum wage was brought to 70,000. It didn't say they brought everyone else down to 70,000 as well, right? But what if your, your team were all paid 70,000? I think that would be great. Oh, you don't think they wouldn't be adding enough value for you? No, I, I, I honestly don't care what other people are paid. If other people were all paid the same as me, I would be totally cool with that. Like, I think some people have this sense that being paid more gives you a sense of superiority over others, or you want to use your rank and your rank conveys that you get paid more or something. You know, like, I think there's all sorts of funny social status stuff that's going on, but I personally don't care. And I wouldn't, talk down to a junior person just because they were junior i would only talk down to them if they were an idiot you know <laughs> like like if they didn't know what they were doing that's still cool because they don't you know they don't have the experience yet for example but like if someone should know and they're just an idiot then that's a problem but you know i wouldn't talk down to someone just because they were paid less or something 
you know, I think you should be respectful to people. Despite my persona on this podcast, I think in real life I'm quite respectful. I think even through this podcast, you, everyone can tell that you just you will disrespect idiots. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm I'm quite disrespectful too. <laughs> I can't help it. Sorry, but I mean, yeah, actually, my statement earlier that the company will go bankrupt. I don't know if that's true or not because I know that there's a lot of people employed by the company I work at. But I have no idea what the wage distribution is. Maybe there are some people at the top who are paid such a colossal amount that they genuinely could afford to bring them down and bring everyone else up. Any final thoughts? It sounds like it's going pretty well. I mean, I think think most people are fundamentally good. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that, again, quotes from this article... Some people were worried that people would just stop working or stop trying. You know, most people, most people are there to do a job and they're going to do their job regardless or they're going to do the job as best they can. And it's not like paying them more will make them work harder or paying them less will make them work less to a certain extent. It's more that paying them more may give them more freedom to allow them to work better like the you know the example of the guy who suddenly didn't have to have a 90 minute commute and and people are rational too you know when when people talk about you know a common bogeyman in the uk are benefit cheats or people on benefits who don't want to work but if the job you can get pays less than the government would give you for free it's very logical not to want to work You know, people are rational. And quite frankly, how much are benefit cheats costing versus, you know, multimillionaire, billionaire tax evaders? Rhetorical question. Rhetorical question. No, I want an answer from you, Ting. Rhetorical question. Cool. So next, seat recline etiquette. There's been quite a few articles about this. Recently, a couple of events have come up and I came across this first on Lifehacker. I don't know if you read Lifehacker. Only when it's linked on Reddit. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I watched the video. (laughs) This was ridiculous. This was ridiculous. So a woman reclines her seat and a guy just starts punching her seat after she reclines it. And then she records it. It's more jabbing. It's more jabbing the seat. But regardless, he continues to do it whilst she's recording. Uh, He does eventually stop. But, you know, I guess... I guess at some point you realise that punching the seat in front of you is even more uncomfortable than having the seat reclined on you, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well observed. And then the other incident this macbook pro got destroyed by someone leaning back reclining in the seat in front this one i feel like is just like user error like the person takes out their laptop and kind of wedges the screen against the little you know they tuck the screen under the little cubby where the seat tray would fold into and so when the person in front reclines their seat, 
obviously the relative spacing of that little cubby and the current position of the seat tray gets smaller and so their screen gets crushed but why would you do that (laughs) That, that's like saying that's like trying to sue the airline because you know you put your fingers like in the door jam of the airplane door and then they shut it on you or something you know like why would you do that it's like i was an idiot and bad things happened as a result and now i want compensation for my stupidity sorry this is the disrespect we were talking about (laughs) (laughs) so we know your position on seat recline it's i think it's fine to recline your seat I would if someone reclined their seat on me, I just accept. You're on a plane, the seat reclines. The person who's in their seat is perfectly within their rights to recline their seat on you. And usually when someone reclines their seat on me, I just recline my seat too, just to keep the relative spacing about the same. And there should be no prior engagement or discussion prior to reclining your seat. Reclining one's seat. I personally see no requirement to tell the person that I'm going to recline my seat. I did once get someone turn around and tell me they were going to recline their seat. And I was really confused. I was like, yeah, go ahead. Like, why are you, why are we having this conversation? It's almost like, why bother having the conversation? What are you going to do if I say, I'd really rather you didn't? Are you going to not recline your seat? Recline it 50% instead of 100%. No, they're going to recline the seat anyway. Don't waste my time telling me you're going to do it. Maybe they were warning me so I could take my MacBook out from the little cubby. Who does that? So when I read these articles, I thought I'd missed something. I'd missed, I thought I'd missed the message that you need to ask because that's the right thing to do. But no, I, it, that's not. I, this might be a cultural thing. Like. Maybe in the US, this is expected. Maybe, you know, because things like this are different in different places. Like in the US as well, I think there's a lot of domestic flying. And, and you know, maybe because of that, people have just different social norms about things like seat reclining or putting the blinds down over the windows. You know, like I, I heard there's this whole other thing about like, should you close the window blind or not? Again, like I feel like if I'm by the window seat, I can kind of choose <laughs> yes, within reason. I mean, I guess if it's like an overnight, you know, in inverted commas flight, but it's daytime because of time differences, but people want to sleep. In that case, yes, maybe the cabin crew should overrule you and say, no, look, we really need them closed. But, you know, in general, I think it's fine to do what you like with the window blind and it's fine to do what you like with your seat. I am very short, I should say. I am actually very short. So maybe if you need leg room, maybe this is more of a problem. Like maybe if you're like eight feet tall or an octopus. I thought you were going with, I'm very short, so you don't cross me. So oh, I do, I do I have short person's rage. <laughs> have you seen the po- Actually, Napoleon was taller than me. You know, like let that sink in for a moment. This is the rage but, I have to handle. Well, actually, you're not much taller than me, to be fair, so... But I'm not as angry as you. <laughs> this is why you're in charge of the edit, so you can cut out all the anger. Yeah, like there's the bits where I just threaten to shank people, and I just <laughs> usually remove them. Shall we move on? Yeah, go ahead. Finally, 
there will be free money in Hong Kong. Free money. Not the first time. <laughs> yeah, this is funny because I remember like the year I arrived in Hong Kong, everyone was talking about the iPad handout because the Hong Kong government just decided to randomly give everyone six thousand Hong Kong dollars, which at the time was, I think, the price of an iPad. And so apparently, loads of people just got this government handout. And bought iPads. I didn't get the handout because it was only for like you know citizens and permanent residents. But now I'm a permanent resident, so I get the handout too. Everyone is getting ten thousand Hong Kong dollars. You don't even need to be in the country. You literally just need to have permanent resident status, and that's it. This is crazy, actually, because it's like not means tested at all. And loads of people who probably really need it. Probably aren't going to get this handout, like domestic helpers, and loads of people who probably really don't need it, like rich bankers who've emigrated to Singapore or something, will get it. You'll get it. Yeah, at least I'm in Hong Kong. <laughs> okay. Do you know when we get it? No, like actually, that's the other dumb thing. I think it doesn't pay out until like almost the end of the year. So you know, they're saying they're doing this handout to help with people. Who are experiencing hardship because of the coronavirus situation, but by the time it gets paid out, it's going to be way too late. If that's the purpose for the handout, well, they're expecting coronavirus to last all year. So, what? Maybe that's I didn't get thinking. that memo. <laughs> well, that's what they're implying now, right? Oh dear. I mean, maybe by the end of the year, that will be able to buy you a face mask. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. There's plenty of there's plenty of that stuff now. I, I I was able to buy hand sanitizer. I was able to buy toilet paper from from the good shop, a good shop, a, a re- reputable shop. From a reputable shop, not not a price gouging pop up store. Not good. So, last question: Do you have any plans for your ten thousand dollars? I was joking that I should use it to buy <laughs> Escape from Tarkov: Edge of Darkness edition, <laughs> but. No, I have no particular plans for it. What is the Edge of Darkness edition? It's the expensive special edition that gives you a larger stash. But is it really? It's really expensive. It's like <laughs> it's like a hundred USD. This will make more sense in the main app. We'll get there. Let's go there. Blah, blah, blah. 